Also, this podcast is sponsored by FNXFit.com. This website has protein shakes, powders, testosterone boosters, gummies, shirts, pretty much anything all about being healthy. Also, by the way, guys, you guys will get 10% off any order that you purchase with my discount code TJGleesack25. That's right, 10% off. And trust me, like 10% off will really help you guys out in the long run. Also, guys, if you don't like any of our products, well, we'll give you a refund with all your money back. So don't worry about that. You know, your money will be back. We'll get back to you once you meet your purchase. So go to FNXFit.com. That is FNXFIT.com. It will direct you to this, you know, awesome looking page. It's really just about staying healthy. And I know a lot of people want to stay healthy, especially during this time with the whole coronavirus out. So go to fnxfit.com, use my discount code TJGleesack25, and you'll get 10% off of any order. And if you guys want to get refunded, well, you'll get your money back. So uh, that's it. So let's go. Hey, what's up, guys? Do you guys like white teeth? Do you guys want to look good for the prom? Do you guys want to show those white pearls when you guys go out? and not have to wear a mask after you get your vaccine, well, go to brightensmile.com and use my discount code TJGleason657725. You get 25% off of any purchase you guys buy. That's brightensmile.com with my discount code TJGleason. That's T-J-G-L-E-A-S-O-N-657725 at brightensmile.com. Thanks. Hey yo, what is popping everybody? Welcome to the TJ TV podcast only on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor.fm and much more. How's everyone doing on this beautiful, beautiful Monday evening? Hey to the effing yo. (laughs) Now guys, on today's show we're going to be doing yet another horror movie review or Halloween related movie as I like to say it. And I'm going to give you the top five haunted attractions of the greater Pennsylvania area that I've been to. And um, some are going to include Jersey and, you know, Delaware as well because it it is the 13 haunts. But, you know, that's what we're going to be doing on today's show. Um, Also, this show coming up, we will be doing the top worst Halloween costumes of 2021 and 2020. And, you know, we're going to be doing a lot of shit in the next couple of days, you know. You know what I'm saying, but uh, yeah, so we're gonna be doing a Halloween related movie review every day or every couple days, and then we're also gonna be doing you know, talking about something Halloween related. That's what I want to keep the theme on this year. But I do want to say one thing I just read a story about Machine Gun Kelly wanted to take his own life before he met Megan Fox. Now, I gotta ask somebody a question. I understand a lot of musicians have gone through some hard times. A lot of people have gone through some hard times too. But I'm not going to be one to go and kill myself if I don't have a girlfriend. I want to read you this article. I just saw it on iHeartMedia.com. He opened about his whirlwind ro- uh, romance during a cover story for British 
GQ after tattooing awards the darkest fairy tale on each other's couple talked about they their soulmates and the process MGK admitted that he was down to die before he met his girlfriend I came from broken homes watched loved never worked then grew up in pop culture they don't even make romantic movies anymore it hurts my soul that I wasted 30 years of my life not having any desire I was down to die I was good I was like all right got the music out there that will hold me down you know my daughter is the best extension to me she's going to be better than i am that i am and i've seen shit so i'm good to go but when i met megan fox love gave me the reason to stay here i'm sorry i mean i feel bad a lot for a lot of musicians who have mental health and i'm not saying like you know just because you don't have a girlfriend doesn't mean you go and kill yourself. I mean, I know a lot of my friends. I actually know one friend in particular who's been on the show before, um, who's had a guest spot on the show. He is struggling through mental health, and, you know, I haven't had him on the show since. But, you know, at the same time, it's like you shouldn't go and kill yourself because you don't have anything going for you, to be brutally honest. I think MGK is kind of kind of a dick for doing that. I mean, look, I dated a girl with sui- who had suicidal thoughts, and she made me feel like shit every now and then. Like, for example, you know, she said I want to go and hurt myself or I want to go kill myself, and then she wouldn't talk to me for, like, seven hours. So it made me think, like, you know, is she going to kill herself? It also put me in that position where... Um, you could be where you can't break up with her because you're afraid she's going to kill herself. So you're going to have to stay with her. She wanted to commit, like, do a suicide pack. And she wanted to kill herself after her first. It was just so much fucking, like, it was so exhausting and nauseating. And, I mean, I don't really care what people are going through. Seek fucking help. I, I mean, for fuck's sakes. Don't, don't go and say you're going to kill yourself because of something, like, you're not getting anywhere in life. Like, to be honest. I mean, people, and people who say, and I'm just going to say this, people who say they're going to kill themselves, they're just going to do it. I mean, the people who say they want to kill themselves, they're just fucking attention getters. They really are. It really annoys me to the fullest when people say, oh, I'm going to kill myself. You're not going to fucking kill yourself. You're just going to be fucking, you're just going to try to get attention. I'm not saying Machine Gun Kelly was, uh, you know, saying, like, I'm not saying, like, his story was fake. I'm just saying, don't fucking open up about that. And don't say you're going to kill yourself when you damn well know you're just doing it to seek attention. Maybe his story was true. I don't know. Maybe his story wasn't. But people who say they're going to fucking kill themselves, they don't just say that. They're, they're actually going to do it. But, and that's one thing I couldn't stand when I was dating this my ex-girlfriend long time ago by the way if you hear the wind sorry it's a little windy out i'm sorry for that like hacking but anyways yeah i i I fucking hate people who say that i i really do i mean one you're ruining the you're going to ruin your family if you say something like that and two you're going to like have a lot of people worried now 
I mean, there was this, this one guy, I'm not going to say his name, but you probably know who I'm talking about. He would say, if I don't get a job right now, I'm just, if I don't get the job I want, I'm just going to go fucking kill myself. Because I have nothing here for me. And it's, it got to the point where I'm just like, all right, dude, you say that every day. You, you say that you're going to fucking kill yourself every day. Don't, just stop. And I'm not saying this to be insensitive. I'm not saying this to be a dick. But at the same time, like, a lot of people who say they want to kill themselves, they're not going to do it. But if you guys do have any mental, you know, if you guys are mentally ill and you guys do have a sickness and you have suicidal thoughts, please give a number to, please go and call a suicide hotline. Talk about your problems. Please. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just giving you my opinion on this. And, you know... A lot of people have just, you know, will bombard me saying, you know, you're a fucking asshole for talking about Machine Gun Kelly and, you know, you don't know what mental illness is. No, I know what mental illness is. Fuck, I've said, I've said it before. I've said I wanted to kill myself before. I didn't get the people's attention because I was bullied and I wanted to stop. But I'm not going to go and kill myself for, because of something so stupid. I have no point to. It's not the best. Just stop. It's really not a big deal. But like I said, if you guys have any mental wellness, uh, mental wellness, mental health disorders, please go and contact your local suicide hotline, or please go and Google and look up the suicide hotline. I'm not trying to tell everyone who says they're going to like kill themselves to go kill themselves. I'm just saying if you guys have a, if you guys have any mental health, go and contact the suicide hotline. Talk to somebody. Talk to your parents. If you're afraid to talk to your parents, talk to somebody. A friend, a family member, whoever. Just don't go and kill yourself. But that's a different story for a different day. And that was my rant for today. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, that, that right there just pisses me off when people say they're going to do that. Oh, I'm going to kill myself. Like, just stop. I mean, just my personal, personal uh, opinion. So, here's another thing. By the way, today is Columbus Day. But it's not called Columbus Day anymore. It's called, people are, in place of Columbus Day, people are celebrating Indiguous People Day. A holiday commemorating the history of culture of Native American peoples recognized by the ongoing impact of colonialism and their communities. Christopher Columbus was an American as Jesus was white. Here's what people are saying. Columbus statue replaced with the statue of Elizabeth Warren. Um, let's see. Here's a look of, of growing movement. People with non-indiguous people day. I hope that's pronounced. And what it means for Native Americans. Um, this guy running for Senate. I am now I am now out of hope that any GOP candidate under, understands anything, anything about anything. This, I don't get it. This, this, whole, this whole system's different. I mean, look. I grew up 
talking about Columbus Day and having an in-service day. And I don't know what the whole... I don't know whose decision it was, but at this point, it's, it's kind of a mute issue. I mean, now Columbus Day is pretty much over in the next four hours. So basically, you know, when this podcast is over, it's going to be... It's going to be something completely different. So happy Indiguous Day, everybody. But different story. Okay, guys. Let's get on with the Halloween horror movie review reviews. (laughs) So, like I said in the beginning of the episode, we will be doing a Halloween-related movie slash horror movie, and I'm going to be talking about some Halloween-related things. So I may be doing three episodes this week because we don't have that many days left. Uh, I can literally do maybe three episodes, but um, yeah. Oh, who the fuck was that? <laughs> Alright, so we're going to be talking about Halloween Town. Disney's Halloween Town. Everyone knows what Halloween Town is if you're in my age group. From 26 to probably 30 in that age group. Halloween Town came out in 1998. And it is basically about a town that is based off of Halloween film begins with 13-year-old Marnie Piper and her mother Gwen arguing over why and her younger siblings Dylan and 7-year-old Sophie can never go out on Halloween. Marnie cannot go to a friend's costume party and her mother offers no clear explanation. Gwen's mother Agatha or Aggie shows up for her annual Halloween visit. Agatha and her mom Gwen get into an argument about Marnie being a witch. Marnie overhears it. Marnie follows her grandmother Aggie as long as her brother Dylan and Sophie and they go to Halloween Town. Halloween Town is actually going to is getting very dark. It's going back to the old days that it was back in the 1600s and 1500s where Calabar aka the man in the robe that's what I call him is getting people to go to a movie theater and taking their souls one by one, making all the residents of Halloween down disappear. Marnie finds out, and Aggie and Gwen, you know, attempt to fight the battle in the in the movie theater. They both get frozen in a spell. Marnie Marnie saves the day by lighting the pumpkin, turning Halloween Town back to its regular forces, and then. Aggie, Gwen, Dylan, Sophie, and Marnie all do a witch spell and get Calabar out of Halloween Town, and his soul gets destroyed. Pretty good, pretty good synopsis I have. What can I say about Halloween Town? I mean, for 1998, it's a pretty good movie. I mean, I really honestly believe that this, they tried and it was a Disney Channel movie. It was a TV movie that would not that would never see theaters. But for a movie that came out in 2003 or 1998, they really tried. And they kicked ass with, um, you know, a sequel. Well, I have three sequels and pretty much made it into a big whole franchise. And... You know, I really enjoyed the movie. I don't remember seeing the last one, but I know the last one came out in like 2006, I believe. 
2006, 2007. Let me uh, double check on that. But, yeah, these people really tried with the movie. See, the first movie came out, like I said, 98. And the last one came out in 2006. And that was Return to Halloween Town. It's Sarah Paxton. She's actually not that bad looking. Wow, she's 33. You know, I may try to get I may try to get the whole cast back on the show. That would be awesome. You know what I mean? I may try to get everybody back on. That'd be great. Get back on my show. <laughs> actually, I think I emailed Debbie Reynolds. Or not Debbie Reynolds. Um, Kimberly J. Brown. I think I emailed her about a month or two ago but yeah so we'll we'll see what happens a couple weeks let me see if she's on Instagram because I did I did email Debbie uh, Kimberly Brown and I don't remember if she got me she got my email We'll see. We will see, my friends. I did email her. I want to email her again. Maybe we can get her on the show before Halloween. That'd be great. Have her on my show before Halloween. Talk about Halloween Town 1, 2, and 3. But yeah. That would be great. Um, so, by the way, before I get on with the top five haunted attractions that I've been to in my rating, um, basically, I'm still deciding whether I want to take a month off or two months off or even three to four months off. But, um, no, I'm not going to take that long. But, yeah, I, I'm still deciding what I want to do. I don't want to take a month off in December and, you know, just call it quits, but... I, I'm i not entirely sure what I want to do yet. I mean, it, it's still it, it's still in my mind, but I, I will say this. If I, do, if I do take a month off, I will be promoting, and well, not promoting. I will be doing an archive series of all of my podcasts, almost every single episode of my show, and putting them into a big a big whole bunch of you know clips from my past six years of doing the show which I hope everyone enjoys so once that happens you know I hope everyone enjoys what's going to happen in the next couple years or, or I'm sorry next couple months so just let you guys know I'm doing a bunch of archives probably in my month off or my two-week period off. I'm still trying to figure it out, what I'm trying to do yet, but everybody will figure it out. And, you know, I'll still be doing updates and doing my life story and all that. So we're going to take a quick little break. 
then we're going to get on to the top five haunted attractions and then that's going to be the end of the show so hope you guys enjoy it so let's take a quick little break bye in two seconds Alright guys, we are back with the 13 haunts, like I said in the commercial that we just took a break on. So yeah, there are 13 haunts in all of Pennsylvania and Delaware. And whenever I do these, you know, haunted attractions, I always just think, what could they do better with it? I mean, I think it's a really great idea what they're doing, to be brutally honest. So I'm going to give you... Five out of the 13 that I've been to, my thoughts on it, and I want to go all the way from five all the way down to one. Now, we're going to start with the Bates Motel in Glen Mills, Pennsylvania. Now, I've been to Bates Motel tons of times, even when I was a kid, and I think the first time I started going when I was like 10, and it was actually kind of scary at first. And as time went on, my friends and I would go, and then I would go, and I actually recently filmed a commercial with them back in 2019. And that was a fun, fun experience. I mean, it was different. I never thought I would be able to do that. So I filmed a couple commercials with them, filmed a documentary, <clears throat> and, excuse me, and it was really fun. It was a fun experience. But as time went on, I just really didn't care about it. I mean, going going to Bates Motel was a really fun experience, filming the commercial with them. But it wasn't really scary. The only thing I like about it is the hayride. And that's because of the fire. <clears throat> yeah, the fire was probably one of the best uh, best parts about the attraction. Which, I mean, they've added a lot more. They added zombie uh, laser tags, um, axe throwing, and they had a couple, a couple of escape rooms. <clears throat> Excuse me, I got some, like, phlegm in my throat. But, yeah, no, they did add a lot of uh, fun, more exciting things back in 2019. I think they still have it even now, but it's been going on for about 30 years, and basically... You know, they're just going to keep going more and more. And I hope in the next, like, 10 years, when they hit 40 years, we can actually do something very fun. But um, I actually do like them. They're a fun place. I haven't done much work with them recently only because I've been busy and, you know, they just don't really want to work with me at the moment. Now, I could be wrong. They might want to work with me. But at the same time, it's kind of like uh, I really, really don't want to work with them. <laughs> But, yeah, it was a fun, fun experience. Uh, let's see. Shocktoberfest. Shocktoberfest. This is number four. That was a really fun, fun experience. So I went to Shocktoberfest with Steve one year. We actually filmed one of my podcasts there. And that was back in the TJ Talks days, if OG fans remember that. But, yeah, no, this was a really fun, fun thing. Um Shocktoberfest had laser tag, zombie laser tag, and then walkthroughs. I remember during this whole little ordeal that Steve and I went, we both walked into Shocktoberfest not expecting it to be scary. And it actually kind of was scary. I mean, to be honest, this should be like number three or two, but 
at the same time, it was just a far drive that I just didn't enjoy, but it was a really awesome, fun experience for everybody. I mean, my whole initial thought with Shocktoberfest, I give that a four out of five, hence why it's part four in my uh, series that I'm doing. But basically, it was just a fun, fun experience. I mean, if you guys live in the greater Pennsylvania area, I highly recommend going to Shocktoberfest and Base Motel as well. Frightland in Delaware. I went to Frightland back in, I want to say I was like 13 or 14 with my cousins. And the one thing I can complain about it, it was a very small place. I mean, it really wasn't the best haunted attraction, but it wasn't the worst. I put that in part three because, as my number three, because I just feel like I liked the characters that they had. I liked the attractions that they had, and it was a very fun experience. But it was scary, and there were some things that, you know, it was just a fun experience. I hope you guys get to go check that out, too. So, if you guys ever do have a chance, go to Frightland in in Delaware. Field of Screams is number two. Field of Screams is really awesome. I've been there about once in my life. Now, <clears throat> the backstory with Field of Screams is basically, I went there when I was 17 or 18, and... The best thing about that was it was just a cool experience. I liked all the attractions that they had. Everything was scary. I believed the characters. It was really fun altogether. And if you guys don't remember my podcast last year, I did one where I interviewed the owner of Field of Screams, Jim Schulf. And basically... It was a really fun experience altogether. I really enjoyed every single aspect of it. I mean, if you guys don't really know about Field of Scream or what uh, Fields of Screams, go there. It is a really fun attraction. It gives the woodsy feeling that something evil is lurking in the air, and it really is an all-around great experience. I really hope that you guys enjoy it. Because it's just really awesome. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy it. And I I want to go back eventually. Now, the last one is a little different. The last one is called Penhurst Asylum in Spring City, Pennsylvania. Now, this place is actually haunted. And it was a school for mentally challenged people... They had a doctor named Dr. Fear who did all these crazy experiments on them. And it was just an all-around great fucking attraction. And the whole point why this is my number one is because of the experiences I had there. I mean, I had a few weird experiences and I had a bad experience. Now, for people who don't know... Penhurst Asylum and Bates Motel were basically conjoined. They 
they used their you know own imagine imagination and creativity and they bonded together and then the owner of Bates Motel and the owner of Penhurst didn't get along so Randy Bates who was the owner pretty much just said screw this guy I'm not going to yeah. fuck with him anymore so he didn't say it like that but um yeah Penhurst Asylum is a really great attraction. It's haunted. There are some things that you can't explain when you go there. And it, it was just a great experience. And I actually, my first debut on radio was on Radio 104.5 back in 2015 when the Pope came to town. And I got to go on the radio and talk about, uh, it was this attraction called Ghost Hunt. It was a really weird attraction. But... I, for one, I liked it. I really enjoyed it. And I remember during one part of the night, when we were walking, one of the cast members wanted to fight me. It was weird. Like, he was just, like, talking shit. And whenever I go to these haunted attractions, I say some shit. I talk shit with people all the time. And I do it not intentionally, but... You know, people get pissed off and get offended, and I kind of knew where he was going with that. So basically, I went to when we were coming out of this attraction or this ride, this guy just wanted to fight me. I don't know why he wanted to fight me. He actually followed us, and we did talk to one of the guys. I said, Look, man, one of your cast members wants to fight me. I said, I don't know what I did wrong, and this, that, and third, and you know, stupid shit like that. You know what I mean? But it was just so stupid. Um, but yeah, guys, he wanted to fight me. I never had anybody try to fight me. Also, another part of that night was basically when we were doing the ghost hunt, my friend caught a picture like he kept taking pictures downstairs in this unauthorized area and every picture he took there was a chair that moved inches closer to the camera that wasn't so let me paint a picture for you guys he was looking at a doorway and there was a chair and you could see that part of it was sticking out so he kept taking pictures of it he took one picture another picture and another picture. All three pictures, the chair kept moving inches and inches closest to the door. I caught a figure up in another authorized area, and it was the body of an apparition. Um, at this point, we also were driving home one night, and it's in the middle of October. It's freezing out. Nobody has sprinklers on. And basically, at this point, it just, water just shot in the car. It was really odd and really bizarre. So, during that night, I couldn't sleep. Like, I was at that point where I'm just like, alright, I'm tired, but I'm afraid to go to sleep. I'm afraid there's going to be a ghost that's going to attack me in my sleep. And it says, 
you know, once you go into a haunted place like Penhurst Asylum or Eastern State, something could fall you out. It's really crazy, guys. I mean, just some of the things that I experience. It really is. I hope that nobody ever has to go through any of that, like get haunted or anything. And I've been through some weird, crazy things in my life. Like, I know it's kind of nuts, but a lot of people, they, like it's weird. I, my fiance, Tori and I, we have like a weird sixth sense like, we have, like, weird things happening to us every now and then. And it's not just because I do ghost hunting videos and whatnot. I rarely ever do that. I haven't done that in a little bit. But at the same time, it's kind of like, what's going on, you know? I don't know. I don't get it. But, yeah, it, Legend says if you go into a haunted place, ghosts will follow you out. And that's what I mean. It's crazy. But, yeah. I mean, what else can we really talk about? But those were my top five favorite attractions of 13 Haunts. And I hope that if you guys do listen to this and want to, you know, if you want to go someplace and just hang out and have fun, go for it. Because that's, that's something I like to do, to be honest. But yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you did, make sure you smash a like and subscribe. Turn on post notifications. And is that really it? I don't know. What else? Do we have anything else we have to say, anybody? Do we know? I don't know. I don't think we do. <laughs> That'd be, like, crazy. You know what I mean? But yeah. But um later on this week we do have another episode coming out and basically we have more things coming. So hope you guys enjoy this podcast. If you did, smash the like, subscribe, turn on post notifications on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor.fm and much more. TJTV on Facebook and TJTV on YouTube. Um let's see. Anything else? No, that's it. Alright, love you guys to death. I'll see you guys for the next episode. Peace out, everybody.